0: Hi, friend. Hey. (laughs) My brain is, like, not working right now.
1: Yeah, I don't blame you. You worked seven to one, right? Yeah.
0: And I just got home. Also, I apologize in advance to anyone anyone listening. Anyone that gives a fuck and listens to this. Um, If any (laughs) noises come in the background, we were not prepared to record today, By any means. And so I'm having shit done to my roof right now. So if you hear any banging in the background, that's what that is. Um, So do you want me to explain or do you want to take this one?
1: Um, Yeah, so... Funny story. (laughs) 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 We had recorded on Thursday for once, an early recording, with... Our lovely friend Kayla. Yes, Miss Kayla. Um, But we had some audio issues uh, come up, so... That episode, unfortunately, had to be
0: trashed. Uh, Yeah. So, um, that being said, we thankfully had kind of smart brains last year. Uh, It clearly deteriorated over the course of this pandemic. Clearly. But last summer, when we were planning this podcast, we had recorded earlier episodes, and then trashed those, too, because we didn't like them. But because of what happened with this audio problem, um, you're going to get the originals. You're going to get... The first one. The The first one
1: we ever recorded. The
0: first ever podcast when we were boozing... Still boozing books. When we still thought that was the title we were going with. Still, completely different format as well. Yes, so it's going to be completely different from any other episode. I think besides Wilder Girls. Wilder Girls we posted also um, when something else happened with audio. We just wanted to jump in before the episode started and apologize and let you guys know we are going to be taking a break for the next three weeks. The two of us are going to be out of town, going to be with family. I'm going to be in the fucking desert for like... A week, so <laughs> Alicia's gonna be at home. She's doing her own traveling. No, I'm not. I just said you're gonna be doing your
1: own traveling. Oh well, because I just thought you were gonna say she's at. I'm because I'm just. Uh, I'm going up and down the East Coast. Yeah. So well, right
0: now you're at home, is what I mean.
1: Yeah, right now, but I leave on Wednesday. Hey. So
0: so yes, so we do. We did want to just keep you guys updated and let you know what was going on. If you were expecting a, for a future episode in the next three weeks, um. There won't be one. <laughs> I have three weeks to prepare now, so exactly. Hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed, I get that done. <laughs> but yes, we just wanted to come on and let you guys know what was going on and why this episode might be a little different from what we've previously
1: done. Anything you want to add? Um, no, that's about it. We're going on a break. We we fucked up big time. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> um, so we're just gonna throw in
0: the closer now. So make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BookAholicsPod. You can find me on Twitter at French Toast with an X and on Instagram at Francesca Hope. And where can they find you, Miss Alicia?
1: You can find me on Goodreads at Alicia Reads13 or on StoryGraph. Just Alicia Reed. And we'll
0: see you in three weeks.
1: Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Bye.
0: Okay, so oh boy. I want to show you what I took my notes in. Yes. So we yep. both know I went to Harry Potter World as my graduation present instead of doing a graduation party because I'm that bitch. And I've had this sitting on my bookshelf to use and never used because I didn't know what to use it for. So I was using... <laughs> Oh, my gosh. The journal from Chamber of Secrets has Tom Riddle on the back, even though we do not agree with J.K. Rowling's opinions on transgender and LGBT community. Fuck that bitch. We don't agree. We do not stand. We can hold on to the nostalgia that was Harry Potter for our childhood. So that's what I used to take my notes in, was this. I transferred my notes from my phone because I was like, I have this. It feels, it feels right. And I was taking notes
1: oh my with gosh. a feather pen because I am that bitch. You really are just showing me up because I wrote mine on like shitty line paper from my work notebook <laughs> and then my <laughs> phone because I don't have paper here.
0: <laughs> so well, so as we'll learn, I have been listening to most of the books that we had to do. While working on all of my DIY projects to keep myself busy during quarantine. Yeah, you're like
1: Martha Stewart now. Oh my god,
0: stop. Keep talking. <laughs> um, yeah, so I took notes on my phone, but it was like really inconvenient because I'd be listening to the books while trying to sand, And then I'd keep stopping to write down what I was thinking. So I was like, I can't do this multitask. Like, I have to pay attention right. to what's happening. So we are both drinking right now. I have... A semi-cold Stella Artois (laughs) with me. What are you drinking, Alicia?
1: That was some great pronunciation. I'm drinking a vodka and tea. I've
0: never heard of that combination.
1: I know. It's very original. Yeah. I came up with it myself.
0: (laughs) We're going to start with our (laughs) first book, which is In Five Years by Rebecca Surly. Surly? Surly, right? Surly.
1: Yeah, Surly, maybe. Maybe she's, like, French. You know, I don't know.
0: As we mentioned, the first book we did was in five years. And before we even jump into talking about it, I want to get your opinion. Like, what did you think about it? Because this is my pick. I read it before Alicia, and I told her to read it. And here we are. Now we're talking about it.
1: Here we be. So first off, I just have to say this cover... Is I love the cover. I'm such a sucker. Like my design style is very much like minimalistic. Anyone who knows me will like say that's definitely what I lean more towards. And I love the foil, which must have cost them so much money, which is why this book cost me like 20, it's $27 US. Yeah, I did get it we on love sale. That. We love so bargain shopping. We do. Yes, we do. But yeah, so the cover was like beautiful. I love it. I dig it. There's not enough white books in this world, so I love love the handwriting on the front. Like I thought that was really pretty. Yeah, but overall, it was an interesting read. I really, honestly thought it was going to be more um, centered around obviously her relationship with her, with you know the two uh, love interests in the book, but it really turns out more to be about a friendship, which I appreciated. Loved
0: that plot twist.
1: Which we will get into. We but. really do because I, I, they had me fooled. Mm-hmm. They really did.
0: So our the book starts with our main character, Danny, um, going for a job interview with a very prestigious corporate lawyer. She wakes up. She has her handsome boyfriend make her lunch. She's like, what at this point? Twenty five, right? Think so yeah, about it. Yeah. Age. Um, and they're living in, like, the Upper West Side, like, yeah, it was Murray, they were living in Murray Hill, so they have money, first of all. Mm,
1: yeah, except for, I don't know, I mean, you know, obviously I lived in the, in, like, in, in the city, in Hell's Kitchen, like, right in the heart of it, and I moved out to Brooklyn, like, mm, <laughs> six, six in quotation marks, months yeah, ago. Because, right before all this yeah, shit started. literally right before everything broke, and honestly, I just say, uh, it's so much quieter in Brooklyn, so I feel like if I had the choice, if I had like unlimited money, I would go towards like Williamsburg, that area. Oh, you fucking
0: hipster! Because I it's can't. well,
1: because there's like such <laughs> nice apartments there. Yeah, I'd do but that that's. Or money. Astoria, I really love Astoria so much. Oh, really? I just loved the area.
0: So she goes for her job interview. She wakes up. Her boyfriend makes her coffee. And you just get, like, this really nice portrait of just, like, a young couple in love. And then she gets a phone call from her best friend, Isabella, who is, like, just waking up in Paris. Like, huh, must be nice. Again, <laughs> more money. Her last name is Gold,
1: too, which, like,
0: I see the I know, irony right? there. I,
1: we love that. I know, right?
0: Um, So she talks to her friend about when her boyfriend, David, um, is going to propose. You know, when is this? When is he going to put a ring on it, essentially? We have that moment of her going for that interview and fucking crushing it. We love ambi- ambitious know, and yeah. strong women. We love when women are like, yes, this is what I want, and I'm going to go after it. I think that's great. I don't think there are enough women in the world like that.
1: Kind of related to to that a little bit because my mom is oh, constantly, not to call my mother out. She's awesome. Ooh. I love her. She's constantly like, oh, you need to, like, start, like, your personal life, You're 23, like, now that you finally have a, not like, I was like, like, she was, like, harpy on me to get a job, but she's like, now that you have, like, a stable job, you know, Mm -hmm. a a big girl job, as I like to call it. That's what I call it, too. (laughs) Yep. I don't have one. I'm unemployed. I hate when people (laughs) say that. I am (laughs) unemployed. Yeah, but she's like, you need to start, you know, putting yourself out there and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like. You know, I wanted to get my like, I want to get my career in order, you know, first. And I'm, I'm very like, just like Danny, you know, I've got my shit in order. You know, I've got the things I want to do that i am planned. But I appreciated uh, Rebecca, like putting that in there in that character, because I feel like it's not a like you said, a characteristic we see in uh, women characters a whole ton.
0: Yeah, they're very invested in men, which like we don't women, we don't need that. We don't need them. (laughs) Boys are stupid. We don't need them. Hi. Um, And then, but we love a man that, like, is there in the morning and, like, makes us coffee. I put in my notes 10 points to David as a joke about where I'm taking my notes in my Harry Potter (laughs) prisoner (laughs) chamber of secrets. Yeah, David's pretty cute. Notebook. Yes. We love that. 10 points to David. And then, oh, and then, I you know, the rich best friend. Amazing. Original. Never been done before. Like... (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> seen it I know I felt the same way too like starting this off I was like because I didn't know where the book was going but yeah. exactly.
0: exactly so um, from there from the first chapter we go to the next one where we see David's proposal at the Rainbow Room love that iconic New York it's such a nice restaurant. room love it like I'm s- another 10 points to David couldn't agree more with that it was great I, in yeah. my opinion. And then, they, yes, and they get drunk and then they're like, yes, we're going to go back to our apartment and have sex. And then she falls asleep on the couch and I was like, are you guys already married? I think you guys are a little too comfortable. You got to mix it up a little
1: bit. Spice it up a little.
0: So then from the proposal, we fall into her dream, dream premonition.
1: Sequence. Yeah.
0: I don't know. But I was like, <laughs> this dream feels... A little more subconscious, like, girl, I doubt you're the only one, the only girl David dreams about. Like, you can calm down. Right. I'm sure he's having dreams of his secretary. Like, you can relax. It's normal. Maybe not the night you get engaged, but it's normal. (laughs) A pretty big time jump, which I don't know if I was a fan of, you know what I mean? Like it jumped five years to when she's 30 and kind of gives us like a little bit of a play-by-play of what happens. Um, David starts a job with his co-worker from Wall Street because he's in finance, which is obviously how yes. they afford Murray Hill. And they don't get married.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I have in my notes, OMG, they don't get married in four and a half years, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I get it. I have friends who have been engage- have had long engagements, but four and a half years, and there's no reason. Like there's no reason for it. But four and a half years, and there's no reason they live together.
0: Like yes, and exactly. all the
1: reasons that like she lists off are just kind of like excuses. They're not reasons. That's why I was like, girlfriend, come on. So we
0: meet up with Bella again, and she's telling us about the new guy she's seeing. Um, I think they met on, what was it? Like Bumble or something sort of dating app. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Another strong, independent women's dating love app. That. Chef's kiss. We love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and so they go to dinner to meet. They call him Greg by his last name. But for the sake of continuity, we're going to call him Aaron. His first name is Aaron.
1: And he is. Do you think he spells it with like two A's?
0: I looked it up online and in the book. That he, they double A it.
1: It's A A. He's an A A Ron. I should clarify. I listened. I listened to this book. Um, I had bought it, and then I had to go back to the city to check on my apartment after being gone for three months. And, and like a dummy, didn't bring it with me because I was already bringing like three books to put back in my apartment. So I listened to it, and I, the whole time I was like, I wonder if he spells it with two A. So he's like <laughs> A A Ron. Yes, he is A A Ron. I
0: looked it up okay. online, and then realized that I had the book in my possession. So he is actually the guy. From her dream, this very vivid sex dream she has about, like, living in an apartment in Dumbo and, like, not being engaged to David anymore. Like, this is a dream that she has when she falls asleep on the night of her engagement. And she goes to dinner with Bella and her new boyfriend, and it's the guy from her fucking dream. And she is spiraling. (laughs) Fucking spiraling. So I said another ten points to David because he... Supports her pretending to be sick. David is like, such a champ throughout
1: this whole book. Yes. Like, we have to give a round of applause for David because he is just such a good guy.
0: Yes. We love that. And then we start to see that Bella's behavior changes because of Aaron. She's not yes. flighty anymore. She's giving more attention to the gallery she runs. Like, we love growth, even if we it really comes do. from a man.
1: She. F- it feels like she was just kind of not... She's more focused when she meets him. Yes. And whether that be because she realizes that in a relationship you have to be, like, somewhat organized so you can, like, you know, live yeah. your lives together. Or or maybe that was, like, a personal thing that she came to on her own. It's very... We love growth already in, like, the first, like, what is it, like, 30 pages? Yes. So we love that.
0: We love that for her. So then they decide. It's, like, Labor Day weekend. They're going to go to Amagansett for Labor Day weekend,
1: which... Where is that exactly? Because I have no clue. <laughs> so that is
0: on Long Island. <clears throat> oh. oh. And it's basically if you're driving to the Hamptons, if you don't yeah. stop in the Hamptons and you go one town over from like mm-hmm. East Hampton, it's Amagansett. Yeah. So if you put it this way, the Hamptons are for like rich summer tourists. Amagansett yeah. is for the rich all year round. So, it's, like, expensive. So, the fact that they literally in the book are like, we have summered this specific house for the last five years. I'm like, oh, so you afforded a rental in Amagansett since you were 25? Must be nice. Must be fucking nice. Like, can't relate. Good for you. Like, awesome. So, they're there with two other friends, but, like, we're just not going to talk about them because they're not really that relevant to the story except for
1: they do give a little bit of um an insight because Bella's by apparently which oh right yes
0: another and, love that
1: and they're um together right the two the two women, girls yes. yes yeah so I don't remember I thought that names. was I think that was kind of interesting um I would have liked to see a little more about that perspective of Bella But this was a really short book, so I can understand why she didn't get into it.
0: Yeah, because it wasn't really, like, the main focus, which I get.
1: Right. But it was interesting for her to drop that in.
0: Yeah, no, I do agree. I like that 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 gives another layer to Bella rather than just being, like, the rich best friend. Right. And then you get to see more about Danny and David's relationship, where they just they have really fallen into, like, this rut of just being, like, a couple. Like, they're not doing any. Yes, boring. Thank you. They're not doing anything to really keep things romantic and alive so we also find out on this Hamptons weekend so Danny has been kind of pulling back from being around Bella and Aaron because of the dream that she had that has been like haunting her the last five years she literally went to therapy for it which like we love therapy good we love
1: Dr. Christine that's her name I wrote it down
0: (laughs) thank you because I didn't remember (laughs) yeah so she goes to therapy because of this dream And yes, so she's trying to like avoid them, but you see during this weekend her kind of talk to Aaron, kind of get more comfortable with him because Bella is like, What the fuck? Like, do you hate him? Yeah, what is wrong? Yeah, and she can't tell her best friend that she had a sex dream about her boyfriend like five years ago.
1: (laughs) So that would be a little awkward,
0: a little, just a little, a little. Um, but we also find out this weekend that. Bella thinks she's pregnant. They go out. They get pregnancy tests. They take them and it tells them that she's pregnant. And it's like, girl, you've been dating him for like, what, three months? Like, no judgment. You know, it happens, you know, but you're 30. Like, take precautions. I thought, You know? Yeah, maybe. We're not 22 anymore,
1: honey. I wrote in my notes, uh, Bella's pregnant. Oh, my, a mess. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's literally like. I don't know. I was just like, girlfriend, what is you doing? What are you doing, girl? Come on, we're thirty, we're flirty, and we're thriving. Yes, thirty, flirty. (laughs) She's not thriving
0: right now, though. Like, no. I wrote, of course, Bella is the reckless friend that gets pregnant after dating this guy for like what a month. Like, I know, I know. So she gets really excited. They start buying baby shit like right away, and I was like, that's your first mistake. like, go to a doctor, and get the yeah. shit confirmed first. Like she gets yeah. so hyped about this. She tells him, like, you literally took two pregnancy tests. False pregnancy tests happen all the time, honey.' Are so, yeah, we're I'm twenty four, and so I know common. that. Like I don't trust pregnancy right. tests. If I think I'm pregnant, I'm going straight to a doctor being like, pull this shit out of my arm and tell me if I'm pregnant. like. but so they so was it
1: just was it just me or did it seem Aaron was like not like he wasn't particularly like happy. That, he, like, she's having a baby. I like, mean, that, like,
0: fair. He was dating her for, like, two months, <laughs> and then suddenly he's like, oh, shit, I'm gonna be a dad. Like, what did you do? Like, um, but, like, it's hard to, I don't, from personal, I shouldn't say this, I don't want to generalize men, but let's generalize men. They don't really show <laughs> emotion a lot. There's, like, I a guess 5% that. group of men and Italians that are really emotional. Italian men, and then that other five percent of men that, you know, really show emotion besides anger. That's like the only emotion I see for men <laughs> is just like yeah, them getting true. mad. Bella and da- does Danny go with her to the doctor? I think Danny goes, right?
1: I don't. I don't think she. goes. She, she might no, go. No, no, no. no it I was, don't think she does. It was
0: Aaron and Bella that go to the doctor
1: because yeah. Aaron
0: calls her and is like, "You, Bell- Aaron calls Danny and was like, you need to get over here, like, right now. And Bella's, like, curled up in a ball on her bed. And she's like, it's not a baby. I have cancer. And I was like, I dropped the book and was like, what the fuck? It's like, you got to do it to me. You got (laughs) to, you got, hmm, reverse. And when that happened, when I read that part, I immediately pulled out my phone and texted my best friend from childhood and was like, I miss you. tell me you're okay (laughs) like "Mm." (laughs) so they go to see like what her prognosis she goes with Bella to see what her prognosis is see what can be done get a second opinion exactly um and they the doctor is like we can do surgery you know we can do chemo radiation that sort of thing and so they decide to do the surgery and her parent Bella's parents who are like the most flighty like not their parents show up yeah. to the hospital for her surgery, and Danny gets there and is
1: like, oh, "What the fuck?" Like I told them, but like wasn't expecting it. There was a great line in the book. I don't think I could be able to find it since I didn't read it like in the actual physical book. But it was like uh, Danny makes a comment that's like Bella's parents are the type of parents who had a kid because that's what everyone else was doing, but they didn't actually want to raise a kid, which I thought was a really great. Um observation,
0: so she has this surgery well while, while Bella's in the surgery. um, Aaron and Danny kind of get closer, I guess you would say like they they talk and he takes her to a an apartment that he had been looking at, and it's completely gutted, like wires hanging from the ceiling, it's all cinder block, like it's brand new kind of thing. And he's like, Bella was looking at this apartment to
1: buy. And she's like, in fucking Brooklyn? What? He, right. In- Isn't that before she finds out that she has cancer?
0: No, they go um, Danny. they go while she's in the surgery because they leave. Remember, like, the parents are, like, too much.
1: Yeah, but I thought... Well, yeah, they go then, but they, she, like, originally shows it to her. Oh, right, um, right, 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 right. She's going she, to yeah, look. Yeah, she goes running. Yeah, she
0: was... So she, this is... Pull back. Running. She was running through Brooklyn and trying to find the apartment from her dream because she had seen the skyline of New York City. Um, So she's running through Brooklyn and she literally just like bumps into him and is like, oh, fuck, like he lives around here. Shit. Because she's trying to avoid Aaron. And then we find out that like Bella was actually looking at that apartment. This is during her surgery. So fast forward. During her surgery, they find out, like, Bella was looking at this apartment, and Danny's like, fucking, why? Like, she wouldn't live in Dumbo. Right. Exactly. She has a pretty nice place where she is now. Yeah. So, we see it, and it's, like, the same apartment from her dream, but, like, not seen to fruition yet. So, she has the surgery, and then... What, she starts chemo or radiation, I
1: think? Yeah, so she has a surgery, and I write in my notes, like, I'm like, she's gonna die, huh? I can just feel it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm, I also wrote, Bella gets through surgery okay, but I don't believe she's in the clear. So I, yeah, I'm pretty sure then she starts chemo. Yeah, and she and Bella get in a huge fight, because
0: her, uh, Jill,
1: Bella's mom, is at chemo
0: and is kind of like inserting herself and like yes. it's like oh we can go to this show we can do this and Danny's like you can't, you are literally throwing up every three feet you cannot
1: do this and Bella's like don't, don't tell me what to do right. eh. and I was like okay <laughs> mood listen I really yeah I mean I think this is a really interesting part in the book because um, I can definitely see myself in in Danny and like if my best friend uh, Sadie. But I could definitely see us getting into this like type of argument and probably not as bad because we tend to like, like to talk things up. But I can definitely see us getting into this type of argument because she'd be like, I just want to live my life and like do what I want. And I'm going to be like, girlfriend, you, can't. you are literally so sick. You're so immunocompromised. Like if you do this, you're going to die and I'm going to be really upset. So I really appreciated. I thought the um fight was like suit like per- uh, portrayed very accurately. Yeah, exactly.
0: I was like getting mad at Danny at some points because I was like, "This, you're not the one that's sick. Like, you aren't right." Her mother either. But then at the same time, when this fight happened, I was like, "Oh fuck, I definitely
1: would be Danny." Right, and it's hard because I feel like Danny did feel like she was like her surrogate mother, even though they're like the same age, because her mom wasn't a mom. So,
0: yeah, no, she talks about how, like, when they were kids, she would, Bella would stay at her house and, like, they were very, right. very close. And, like, I think Bella refers to Danny's mom as mom at one point, unless I'm mistaken. And if that's the case, yeah, I'm I dyslexic. Know. Leave me alone. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they get in this huge fight and she, Danny's still working at this corporate litigator and they want her to go out to L.A. for... A meeting with new clients and she's like Bella's sick do I go and David's like fucking go just do it you guys are first of all you guys are fighting anyway and like just right fuck, go so she goes with her boss that she admires like a lot and is very close with and she basically com- uh, convinces these two women that want to go public with their company not to go public <laughs> and like yeah i know and like her boss is like what are you doing what the fuck <laughs> and then like two pages later she's at the hotel bar getting smashed and the boss walks up and is like you good <laughs> and she's like no yeah and they have this like really big heart to heart and it's a really sweet and i loved that part also the idea of getting drunk with my boss sounds fantastic <laughs> i know i've done that before same and it's fun <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i really I really appreciated the author makes Danny kind of this like bossy take charge uh, type of woman. She's definitely but in it's definitely
0: an Aries, I can feel it.
1: <laughs> but um, she doesn't do it like bossy can often be like a negative word for women, but I feel like the way she paints Danny, like it's, she doesn't come off like as annoying. Like some people who are bossy, men and women, Mostly can men. be like. <laughs> no tea, no shade. But, <laughs> yeah (laughs) can come off as quite I don't know like standoffish or just like a know-it-all or condescending that's the word I'm like looking for but like Danny does not seem like she just seems like she's very driven she knows what she like wants to do but she also is bossy because she knows what she wants to do and she's gonna tell you how you feel but it's like not in a negative way which I appreciate I like take back the word yeah
0: I like that and that she portrays this front, and then when she gets drunk with her boss, she, like, kind of lets her guard down and is, like, my best friend is, like, dying, and I can't do anything about it. And right. I'm just, like, my heart kind of, like, hurt in that moment because I was, like, oh, my God, I'm exactly that kind of person that would just want to, like, trade places with them. And yeah,
1: I also was, like, girlfriend therapy. Yeah. You should go back Dr. to Dr. Christine. And
0: so then... She goes back, and I don't remember if this was before or after the trip, but she and David talk and decide they want to get married, and they start planning, like, a really quick wedding. Like, very fast.
1: Like, within... I think it was before, I think they decide, like, they're going to do it in December. I I actually have a note written down about, like, this wedding, because she, like, talks about going wedding dress shopping, and it's a really sad scene, actually. Yeah. Because she goes by herself, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this poor girl. And it's, like...
0: Oh, to be fair, my sister just got married in November. Um, I was her maid of honor. <laughs> and um, we had gone wedding dress shopping with her the year before. It was me, my mom, her future mother-in-law, and her future sister-in-law. And we all kind of pressured her into getting this dress that I had picked that was beautiful and she should have gotten it. But then um, she went back by herself and ended up picking a completely different dress. So sometimes it works for people, sometimes it doesn't. But in this case, it was very sad. Very sad.
1: Yeah. It was pretty sad. I mean, I so but I wrote down, um, because, like, during the wedding dress scene, she's, like, talking about, like, whatever. And she's, like, kind of reminiscing about Bella a little bit. <laughs> and I wrote down in my notes, she talks about how she, like, didn't ever, like, picture her dress so she doesn't know what she wants. And I'm, like, oh, my gosh, we get it. You're not like other girls <laughs> because you didn't think about your wedding as a, as a little girl. Because it's, like, such an overused trope.
0: <laughs> yes. That,
1: like... I'm not like other girls. I didn't plan my wedding.
0: I planned what CEO position I wanted or like whatever. Like,
1: Yeah. And it's like, come on, you can be both. Like, I think that would have been such a cool um, aspect if she would have like included it and be like, yeah, I did give it like some thought, like me and Bella when we were little would like think about what we wanted our weddings to be like. Um, But then I, you know, this great career and I kind of put everything on hold. But that line irritated me because I was like, I'm not like other girls. Like, come on.
0: I thought that was, that's so funny. Oh my God. (laughs) But then, so we get to a point where she decides to end the engagement with David.
1: Yeah. This is such a sad scene. I felt so bad for David.
0: Yeah. Because he's been like nothing but supportive, even though he was kind of just like in the background for like most of this book. Like he was there, but he wasn't active. And so she finally ends the engagement, and I wrote, I was like, David deserves better. Twenty twenty, like, yeah, I agree, hundred percent. I was hoping you would have the which same is like, like opinion. Which, to be fair, also Bella deserved better. Like, she did hundred yes. percent. But like, in the grand scheme of things, David deserved better. Twenty twenty. But so she goes back to the hospital, even though her and Bella are fighting, and is just kind of sitting in the waiting room, like not able to go back there and just sit with her while she's getting radiation and things like that. And her doctor, Dr. Shaw, sees Danny sitting outside and waiting and is like, why are you out here? Shouldn't you be in there with her? And she's like, we're fighting. Like, I just want to be here and be close, which is 100% something I would do. But I wouldn't just sit in the waiting room. I'd show up and be like, I'm sitting here. I don't give a fuck if you don't want me here. (laughs) Exactly. I'm pushy. You're going to hear me. I'm going to be here. So (laughs) she and the doctor have like this heart to heart and it's really sweet. I don't remember any of it he just tells her where the good coffee machine is but that bella is like slowly dying and she's in yeah. her apartment she has this crazy ass nurse and i'm like what is it helga olga something <laughs> like that some crazy fucking I don't remember. Mid- um eastern european name she's a crazy i love it i'm here for it she was great 10 out of 10 would have hired her myself Mood. and you just see her and danny sort of just kind of trying to come to terms with Bella dying dying, and yeah. like going to die and watching her like slowly just like degrade was just like not degrade. What's the word I'm looking for? Like her just like deteriorate disintegrate. Yeah. So like we get to a point where she, Danny is talking to Jill and you find out from Jill that when they were kids, Um, They had met at this park in Philly and Jill had seen the two of them playing together and they had just moved there. So she decides to find out what school Danny goes to and and enrolls Bella at that school. So she has a friend. It's like, so you literally forced these two girls to be friends because you knew she was going to need someone because you weren't going to be there. Yeah, that was like that's some
1: self-awareness. That is some
0: next level self-awareness.
1: I'm going to be a shitty mom, so I want to make sure she has a family that has a good one. Oh my god! I know that's just—it blew my mind when that part happened. I was like, "You are such a like, we like terrible mother." <laughs> like, I'm glad you at least had like the self awareness to be like, "Okay, I'm like not exactly equipped to handle a child, but let me just make sure she has some good like, um, support around her." Like it was so bizarre.
0: Not it, sis. No. So then we get Bella's death, which like. I cried hard. (laughs) I cried. I was sitting in my living room sobbing and my mom comes in and was like, you good? And I was like, no, don't talk to me.
1: I need a moment. I kind of saw it happening. Like, like I said in my note, like I kind of knew it was going to happen. Like, uh, I was so hoping it wouldn't though. I kind of knew. So the part where Danny talks about comparing like Bella's death to her brother's death, I thought was, like, really sad. And that's the part, like, really, like, made me tear up. Because I was like, damn. not her brother died. Oops. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, like, one of my, like, first notes. I wrote, huh, Danny's brother died from a drunk driver. But, yeah, I thought that that part was, like, so sad. Because, like, it, that's the only part that made me tear up. Because it's, like, this poor girl, like, had a brother taken away from her. And now she basically had, yeah, who was, like, a sister to her. So, that's really sad.
0: Which is a, probably, I don't want to say probably. It was definitely why she was fighting so hard to take care of her and and be there because obviously her brother's death, she wasn't right. But then, so they have like this big lavish funeral for her that the parents throw. And Danny's like, this isn't what she would want. Yeah. And like
1: her dad is like fighting over like the arrangements and stuff. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this family. Like,
0: No. So that's not it, sis. So they end up having like the small get together, uh, Danny's new apartment, which we find out is the apartment that Aaron had told her Bella was looking at and they yep. give it to her. They fucking yeah. give her, Danny a lost in, in Dumbo, a whole yeah. ass fully renovated apartment. How much
1: do you think that costed?
0: I don't want to, my brain hurts thinking about how much that was cost. <laughs> like that was like, that had to be like a mill, like a cool mill. A
1: cool mill. <laughs> Jin-
0: um. So like, she they just gave her this apartment, and he was like, "Bella wanted you to have this. Everything here is perfect for it's you. Yours. Like, it's all designed around you." And I I'm know. just like, "Listen, I'm not saying I would hate it if someone gave me a fully furnished apartment in Brooklyn, but please, can someone just give me a fully furnished apartment oh in Brooklyn? I like, know, right? Like, and
1: pay the taxes on it
0: exactly. So <laughs> then we end up
1: exactly. Um. So
0: then we ended up having like um the same scene dream dream scene that we saw in the beginning of the book happen again at the end with her and aaron yeah. sleeping together and her like doing all the same things she had done in the dream going to find his wallet to find his name like asking him questions about herself and you find out now the context of why they slept together and all i yeah. had thought was is danny raven psychic Like, she has, like, these (laughs) visions and then does everything she can to make sure it doesn't come true and it still ends up coming true.
1: Yeah, I was a little confused, actually, during that part. I was like, is this 20, like, 20 uh, Danny or is this 2025 Danny? And then the more the, like, scene is going on, I'm like, okay, this is, like, current This is a present moment, yeah. Right.
0: And then he leaves, he dips, which the whole time she thought he was, she was, like, gonna end up marrying this guy they were gonna, you know, he was her new fiance.
1: Yeah, she like asks him to stay too, and I'm just like, no. He's like, that's we not can't. it, well, sis. Right.
0: Um. So he leaves, which is like a part... Dan- like Danny didn't know what was gonna happen after, and so right. she goes downstairs to a bodega deli, and runs we into love. Bella's. Yes, we do. We stand. Uh, Bella's doctor, who is at the same bodega, and he ends up asking her to coffee. And we love an unexpected plot twist. She ends up with
1: her best friend's doctor, not her best friend's boyfriend. <laughs> I literally wrote, "Is this Grey's Anatomy or something?" Because yeah. <laughs> it seems like it's kind of a- like a Grey's Anatomy plotline a little bit, you know?
0: A little bit, but in Grey's Anatomy, she would have ended up with Bella's boyfriend,
1: not True. her doctor. True that. True that.
0: Like, I love. I loved though that she didn't end up with Aaron because, like, that is just like. Real talk, if any of my friends, if I die before any of my friends and I'm married uh, or in a relationship and any of my friends start dating the guy I was with, I will haunt your ass until the day you die. Your kitchen cabinets (laughs) will rattle all the time. Oh, my god. All the time. So that was like a really nice unexpected ending because you're like the whole book. You're expecting them to end up together. You're waiting for that moment. Yeah. And then it happens and then it just doesn't. And I right. felt like that was a really nice twist to the end. Um, I really yeah. appreciated that.
1: Me too, because it, it really like recenters the um like the, the point of the book. I in my like good read because I like to um I like to leave a review now every book I read because bad, <laughs> after bitch. Yeah, well because now that we're doing this, I find it easier to like recall what the book was about if I leave a review. So I wrote um, that the the ending was a bit unfulfilling, but I think that's exactly what the author wanted. And I still stand by that. I think she kind of wanted, like, an ending that was, like, so that's it. And that's a point.
0: But I liked that. I liked that it was more about her friendship with Bella than it was about, like, this great romance of, like, this right. unrequited forbidden love. Like, I liked how it right. ended up not being, what you expect reading that back cover like nothing of what it was was what i expected and i love when that happens like i hate when i'm reading a book and you're just calling shit as it happens like i've been watching way too much netflix during this quarantine and part of that is watching degrassi from the very (laughs) beginning because i've never watched it before
1: shout out to the canadians out there love that
0: in conclusion david deserved better
1: yes david